the riffraff all crowded around Jesus to hear him. They knew they didn't make the grade, but they wanted to, and they wanted to know how, so they leaned in. You could hear them scoot their chairs closer so they could hear him better. And when they did, the religious royal fumed. They complained that Jesus spent time with sinners. He even ate with them. These terribly tyrannical turncoat tax collectors, these wretched wretches, they were unworthy to hear the precious word of God. But Jesus welcomed them. And when Jesus heard those charges, he turned toward the Pharisees and told this story while the sinners listened in. Okay, you Pharisee fellas, trade your righteous robes in for a tunic and put yourself in a shepherd's sandals for a moment. Let's say you have 100 sheep. Some of them finally smiled at the fond thought of being rich enough to own 100 sheep. Others scowled at the cursed thought of ever lowering themselves to be a shepherd. One day, as daylight turns to dusk, you count your sheep to make sure they're all there, and you finish counting, and you have 99. Well, maybe you missed one, so you count again, more slowly, more carefully. But still, you come up with 99. Now you try the old shepherd's trick and cause them to pass underneath your shepherd's staff as you count them off one by one. You even call them out by name. Lammy, Lambchop, Woolite, Bartholomew, Lucifer. You count them all. 99. And you realize somewhere out there, in the cold, dark wilderness, separated from safety, vulnerable to wolves and coyotes, one of your sheep is lost. What do you do? What do you do? Find out right after this. Good day to you, Simplify listeners. You're listening to L.J. Harry. I'm your host. And you're listening to One More is Too Many on Simplify. What do you do, boys? Do you smile smugly that you still have 99? 99% is pretty good. Do you fold your arms and say, serves him right, shouldn't have wandered off, wilderness will do him some good. Maybe he won't wander off next time if he leaves to see you next time. <laughs> what do you do? You leave the 99 in the care of another to make sure they're safe, or you corral them as best as you can to keep them as safe as you can, and you wander through the wilderness, marching up and down the mountains, fighting off hunger and fatigue, refusing to eat or sleep until you followed every hoof print, every bent branch. You can hear the frenzy in a shepherd's voice as he calls for his one lost sheep by name. You see the frenzy in his pace as he trudges through streams and over limbs because the shepherd knows the dangers. He knows that wolves and coyotes will wake up when the sun goes down and he knows sheep will wander as they wonder where they can find food. If he doesn't find his lost sheep, his sheep will die at the paws of a predator. Finally, finally, you hear the bleat of a scared sheep. And you follow that bleating as it gets louder and you finally, you see your lost sheep. What do you do? Do you stand there with your arms crossed and make that sheep crawl to you? Oh no. You run over to him, you pick him up, you hold him close to your chest then you hoist him up on your shoulders and you make your way back to the flock and you fight off every lion and tiger and bear who would try to rip that one sheep away. Then you lead 99 and carry one into town 
and you call for all your friends and family, and you call them to rejoice, rejoice with me. I, I lost this little guy today. He, he wandered off, but I found him. He was lost, but now he's found. As the Pharisees listened and the sinners listened even closer, Jesus said, so it is. There is more joy in heaven over one sinner that repents than over 99 just persons that need no repentance. What breaks God's heart more than anything is when one sheep is lost. But what thrills God's heart more than anything is when one lost sheep is found. Jesus taught us in this parable that there is no substitute for the lost. We could sub one out, sub one in. We could go to the market, throw down a few shekels, and we would have a hundred sheep again. But the shepherd's goal is not just to have a hundred sheep. The shepherd's goal is to have his 100 sheep. It's not just enough that he has a 100 out there. It's enough that he knows there's a lost sheep out there who doesn't know his or her way back. And his job is to make sure that sheep is safe. There is no substitute for your soul in the kingdom of God. Maybe we could sub somebody else in to teach your class or to drive your van or to do the work you did on Sundays, or to sing the song you used to sing, but there's no substitute for your soul. The goal is not just to fill up a sanctuary with a hundred sheep. The goal is to make sure nobody outside of the sanctuary has to be lost. So God, through his great church, is reaching for every lost sheep everywhere to make sure none is lost. Maybe you were part of God's great church at one time, but you saw greener pastures and wandered away to fill your soul only to find out the world usually leaves you emptier than it found you, and you're left to fend for yourself in a rapidly changing world swirling with theories and ideas and philosophies and doctrines, and you find yourself saying, I don't, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to believe. You're wandering and wondering in barren wilderness, spiritually starving day by day. I'm letting you know it's okay to come back to the good shepherd. He laid down his life so you wouldn't have to lose yours. Just make your way back to God. He's still reaching for you. And when you do come back to him and you fight back tears and you feel an urge to run to the altar, you don't have to fight that. That's okay. That's God reaching for you. That's God pushing back broken limbs and splashing through streams, calling out your name. Maybe you gave up on him, but he has not given up on you. So let me tell you, it's okay to come home. And let me tell the church, it's okay to let them come home. Maybe you gave up, but God hasn't. God's not just satisfied because he still has 99. As long as there is one lost sheep out there, whether on a bar stool, under a bridge, or in a high-rise corner office, it doesn't matter. God scribed this story in his sacred scriptures to let us know as long as there's one lost sheep, he won't give up, and he's calling for his church. He's calling for you and me, Jesus followers, not to give up until every lost sheep is found. The math is very simple. To God and to his church, one more lost really is too many. I want to pray. I want to pray for two groups of people. First of all, for those who are wandering away or have wandered away from God, let you know it's okay to come back to him. I want to pray for you. And then secondly, 
I want to pray God puts this love and burden in the hearts of every one of his Christians, every one of the church, to pray, to fast, to seek him, and to love people, to let them know it's okay to come home. God will welcome you, and so will we. Lord Jesus, I pray for everyone who's listening to this. I ask you if there's anyone out there who has wandered away from you, anyone out there who has wondered what the world has to offer and found out it really doesn't have much to offer their soul, I pray you would please reach for them and draw them back to you. I pray, God, you would lift condemnation and guilt and shame off of anybody who has wandered away and bring all of them back to you, Jesus. I pray there would not be one more lost sheep in this world who has wandered away, God. I pray also reach the church. Help us to minister to people who are hurting, who are lost, who wandered away. I pray, God, put it in our hearts to reach out, to minister, to love, not to be judgmental, not to be pharisaical, not to be self-righteous, but to be merciful, to be thankful, to reach out and to welcome everyone who comes home. I pray in the name of Jesus for a revival among those who used to live for you and walk with you, God. Bring every one of them back home and may every one of us rejoice along with heaven when they do. I pray, God, do this for the glory and the honor of your great and merciful name. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to Simplify. I hope this episode is a blessing to you. I hope if you're a part of the church, it's challenged you. And I hope if you are part of those who walked away from God and away from his church, I hope it's also challenged you, but encouraged you, you can come home. Please share this with anybody who needs to hear it. Let them know about the podcast. If you have not yet, click subscribe. Please do so. You'll know every time and every episode drops. I want to say a ginormous thank you to everyone who stopped me last week in Indianapolis and told me that Simplify was a help to them, a blessing to them. I found out later one of the young ladies who I was on the elevator with told me she recognized me by my voice. She said, wait a minute, I know that voice. That's the Simplify guy. So thank you so much for taking what your pastor is preaching and what you are reading and what you are hearing from other podcasts and adding it together with Simplify to help you walk closer with Jesus. To those who listen every week, to those who have been binge listening, I say thank you. I also want to thank all of those who have read Simplify or are reading 10 words. Thank you so much. Again, it's a huge honor to know that these resources are playing a part in your walk with God. If you would like to get a copy, a few people have asked how they could get a copy of my newest book, 10 Words, A Practical Look at the Ten Commandments. You can pick that up at PentecostalPublishing.com or Amazon. It's available in print from Pentecostal Publishing, and it's available on Kindle at Amazon. Or if you live in this Mount Vernon, Knox County, Ohio area, you can just reach out to me. You can find me on Facebook at lj.harry or Instagram and Twitter, LJ and Andrea, L-J-A-N-D-A-N-D-R-E-A, and I can let you know how we can meet up, and I can get you a copy of Simplify, or I'm sorry, (laughs) Simplify, yes, but also 10 words, and it is available for sale at Paragraphs Bookstore on South Main, but if you would like a signed copy, I will make sure that those copies at Paragraphs are signed, but also if you want a personalized signed copy, reach out to me through social media, and I can get that for you. If you live in this Knox County, Mount Vernon, Ohio area, and you do not have an apostolic home church, I invite you to join us at Apostolic Church. You can find everything about us at vernonchurch.org. 
You can watch services online, but there's nothing like being together with God's people, worshiping Him together, encouraging one another. So join us on Sundays, 10 a.m. Sunday School, morning worship, 11, and then Wednesdays we join to learn and dive deep into the Word of God. We have a morning class, 10.30 a.m., evening class, 7.30 p.m. God has been dealing with me about this whole understanding and idea of people coming back home. So I want to continue this theme next week. I want to share with you a devotion called Sheep and Sons. And we're going to take a a little closer look at Luke 15. And we're going to see when Jesus spoke about a lost sheep, he also spoke about a lost son. We're going to see the difference between the two and how we as Jesus followers should respond to both. I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. And always look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.